everybody, light up your cigarettes if you got them, because this joint is going to be hot. Talking about a radio, powerful transmission, but no submission. 4-4, down the freeway, daddy-o, top down, all crowns, the kings of bebop, all the glory on top, tippy top of that transmission tower, all that transmission power. Hey guys, it's 7.19 p.m. It's 10.10.2016. It is Opal City Radio. My name is Mike and with me is Emily. Hey guys. Uh, we are recording, at least from my end, for my brand new studio. Oh my goodness. Oh. It's, isn't it? How, how exciting. Yes, it's super exciting, actually. kind of helps explain why we've been away for a while. Yeah, I was closing on a house and, like, you know, I, I, I won't share my Comcast story with you guys but i will say that there's a reason why people are like comcast is the devil and i'm like yes they are yeah there was that and then there was the hurricane oh yeah that's right that's yeah. southeast opal city tore it up yeah which knocked out my power and my internet so yeah there's there's been a lot of there's been a lot of drama yeah but uh but it's, it's settled down now yeah, but we are we are unbowed, unbent, and unbroken. Yes. We bravely struggle on in the face of all odds to bring you the, the finest <laughs> comics podcast on the internet. It's um, true. So we are continuing our Ultimates Month. Yeah. And uh, this time out, we read Ultimate Spider-Man. We totally read Ultimate Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, what, makes, what makes Ultimate Spider-Man Ultimate? Emily, why don't you tell us? Uh, it, it's a good comic in in a flaming garbage heap of an well, alternate well, universe. Well, that's true. That's absolutely true. Um, <laughs> it's funny because we get kind of another reverse factor, how it's like the Ultimates is, is the Marvel, the MCU, but uh-huh. it's good. Whereas like a lot of the Spider-Man films that have been coming out are kind of pale imitations of Ultimate Spider-Man <laughs> and they're awful. Yeah, I, I, I mean, yeah. There's bits and pieces I've liked of recent Spider-Man films, and then there's a lot that I haven't liked. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Ultimate Spider-Man is actually the ultimate title that kicked off the whole Ultimate Universe. Yeah. Uh, written by Mr. Brian Michael Bendis. How that guy only writes like crime comics. I know. Though. Well. He did until their Marvel's like, "Hey, you want to write some Spider-Man?" He was like, "Boy, do I!" <laughs> Boy, howdy! And then it was drawn by uh, Mark Bagley. Yes. Um, who they worked on this book for over a hundred issues. Yeah, they they laid it down. Uh, yeah, it, they set the record for the longest um, continual run on a Marvel comic series. Beating Stan Lee and Jack Kirby on Fantastic Four. Wow. And they, they like, Fantastic Four was amazing. Yeah. So, I mean, they they did it, son. Yeah, they they nailed it down. A a ton of this comic. It ran from 2000 to 2009. Yes. Yes, indeed. Um, 
So there's like three different volumes of this. And then, of course, it got, you know, kind of relaunched. Yeah. Uh, after the death of Peter Parker with Miles Morales. Um, yeah, no, there, there's a ton, a ton to have been read. There there was a lot, but um, I will say that I enjoyed pretty much all of it. Yeah, I have to I have to say the same. Um again, like this was one that I was reading as it was coming out. Yeah. And it had been a minute since I'd really gone back and reread any of it. But I remember really liking it. I was like, oh no, Ultimate Spider Man is really good. So, you know, when we got back to it, I was like, Oh man, I hope I'm not like misreading right. them. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, you know, a horrible joke. Right, um, but no, it no. This was a really, really good comic. Yeah, it was super good. Um, they they did make a lot of changes. For instance, uh, the comic picks up with uh, Peter Parker being a what a, a sophomore in high school, I believe. Yeah, he's like fifty. I mean, he's a child. He's he's a precious little baby, Spider Man. Yeah. Um. Well, but I think this comic did so well that others like Ultimates and Ultimate X-Men, failed at is it walked that fine line. Right. It's close enough to the source material that you're not left, like, enraged. Because, like, no, like, Peter Parker would never do this. I don't care what universe. Yeah. Different enough that it's not totally cleaving to 616 canon. Right, exactly. very fine line to walk, and I think Ultimate Spider-Man walked it incredibly well. It, no, they did a great job. Um, I mean, they they took all of the all of the tropes and all the important parts mm-hmm. out of out of Spider-Man canon, and they remixed them into a very compelling and and great narrative. I'm and they also made changes that mm-hmm. were interesting and neat, rather yeah, than like, changes where it's like, well, no, the Hulk eats people. Because it's extreme, you see. Yes, right, exactly. I, and I mean, it, it this this book had a lot of heart, just like Spider Man does. Yeah, it really did. I mean, the well, but that's what makes it so compelling, though. Is yeah, you you get to know Peter and his relationship with Aunt May, and you yes. see him at school with his friends, and you see him at work at the Daily Bugle. Right. So you become invested. You do. In his struggles with his awful rogues gallery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, his 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 rogues gallery is great. And, you know, and you get invested in seeing how trying to be a superhero at 15. Yeah. What this is doing to him, to his life, to his relationships. Oh, you feel so bad for the poor kid because he it's, tries so hard. It's so bad, you know, because Aunt May has no idea. She's just, you know, this kid is now acting out. You know, right. he's not coming home. His grades are slipping. He's getting yeah. detention all the time. Like, what the hell, Peter? And he can't just tell her. I right. mean, because it takes a long time for him to tell her. Yeah, it does. Hey, I'm Spider-Man. This is, like, I- I'm coming home in the middle of the night because I'm running around saving people's lives. Right. Like, I'm getting detention because I'm falling asleep in class, because I'm out till 4 o'clock in the morning saving people from bad guys. Right, exactly. You know, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I love it. Yeah, no, it was really good. Um, I guess we can talk about some of the titular characters. Uh, yeah, like, the, the bigger um, 
plot arc. Like they do the Clone Saga. Yeah, they do the Clone Saga, which was which ended up being so much better. Yeah, it it was really really great. I liked it a lot. Um, you know, we get Ven- Venom, we get Carnage, you get man. Uh, can we talk? Well, no, we'll we'll talk about Carnage a little bit later because Carnage, like I remember reading Maximum Carnage from Amazing Spider Man, and I was like. I hate Carnage so much. Like, he's so 90s. He's <laughs> so 90s. Super 90s. And, like, and we read Maximum Carnage on the show, and <laughs> it did not age well at all. You know, <laughs> but very few things have. I liked, um, I really liked the kind of angle that they took on this. But we'll we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get well, to that. We'll I mean, talk about start that. Getting to it. I mean, because, like, what I really liked with this comic is everything ties back yeah. Pretty much to the spider that bit Peter Parker. Right, exactly. That it's not just this weird, like, radioactive spider, I have spider powers, you know? Yeah, right. It's Norman Osborn was doing a whole bunch of creepy experiments. Yeah. And Peter Parker just winds up being his greatest success. Exactly. He has so many failures. And, and that's is that, you know, because, like, you know the whole green goblin it's not just like oh i wear like a mask and i hurl pumpkins right he's like no i literally become an insane monster man yeah like he injects himself with comic chemicals right and he becomes yeah this giant monster yeah you know and that's why peter is his greatest success because he's the monster and peter's the hero right it's true you know i mean he he injects his son with it to make him hobgoblin yes he totally does and then he implants like psychic commands in his child's head so that he'll destroy spider-man like oh my goodness it's so like i mean it all just goes but you know you have uh Dr. Otto Octavius, who was working with Oscor, and then, you know, there was a horrible experiment, or um, accident. Right. Which led to a horrible experiment. Yes, true, true. You know, and he wakes up, and like, yeah, he's been like, a big hole has been blown in his stomach in the accident. Right, like and you they do. Just, and they're just like, oh yeah, we just... I mean, you were going to die anyway, so we just put, like, robot arms. Right, because, like, honestly, we thought you were just going to die anyway. We wanted to see what happened. Yeah, I mean, I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, they they messed him up good. Yeah. And he very understandably freaks out about this a little bit. He he does. And then I like um, kind of the little twist with that is it's not that he can control the arms. Right, it's that he can control metal. Yeah, he controls yeah. the metal. So when he gets his arms taken away... Yeah, he's like, he just builds arms out of fucking scrap metal and stuff. Yeah, it's it's so, badass as hell. Yeah, I'm like, I never really viewed Dr. Octopus. Well, I mean, you look at you look at the Dr. Octopus. When you say Dr. Octopus to me, I, I like, bowl-cut, yes. glasses, like, stocky, overweight dude. The green jumpsuit that's like well, I mean that's like yeah. I mean that's like you know Jack Kirby standard design. Yeah, who you know? who like dates Aunt May? Yes. And then Peter's like, no, my greatest nemesis. <laughs> well, I mean it's it's true though. You know, but with this, like he he's a credible threat. Yes. And he he actually is involved in the whole clone saga. He is. He totally is. <laughs> um. 
Yeah, but I, I do. I like that everything has that or that it all makes sense because it all ties back. Right, exactly. To the whole like the whole science, the experiments yeah. with Norm Osborn. With... And I mean, you do get your random villains. You get the shocker. You yeah. Know, you get the the you know, I mean, he's just constantly being like rolled by Spider-Man as soon as he gets seen. <laughs> You know. Uh, you know, well, no, because Elektra's tied in with it, too, because yeah, he was yeah. created, but then he was pretty much, like, sold to Kingpin. Yeah, pretty much, yes. To be muscle. Yeah, I um, mean, you have uh, you have some of, like, his sinister foes do make an appearance. You have, uh, you have uh, like, a an Overdrive-type guy. Yep. You know, you've got a... Uh, 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 rhino is there. Yep, you have a Rhino, you have... Uh, I mean, they're all there. They're all there in some capacity. It's true, I was thinking, you know, Scorpion is there, but he's tied in with the Clone Saga. Um, yeah, Black Cat. Yep, Black Cat's in there. <laughs> That's actually one of my favorite story arcs. Yeah, when, when she finds out that he's, like, a kid, she's like, oh, God! Um, but yeah, so I, I guess... So yeah, so you have Peter Parker, 15-year-old kid... Who's like a giant nerd? Yep, he is. Always, always getting picked on. Um, but the, those get, mean guys, Flash Thompson and King Kong. Yeah, and, and yeah, Kong. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, you know, you have his friend. You know, Mary Jane. Yeah. Like, cute, kind of dorky, but yeah. not like dorky. She gets picked on. Yes. You know, um. You have later, you know, they bring in, like, bad girl Gwen Stacy. Oh, man, that's, like, one of my favorite changes that they made to the thing. I, I like that, too. Like, her dad's still a cop. Yeah. But you have troubled Gwen Stacy. Because right. she's really troubled home life. Trouble, <laughs> like, troubled ute. Yes. Yeah. Um, they, I mean, they bring in the whole Spider-Man and his amazing friends. Yes, they do. Because he winds up being friends with Bobby Drake. He does. He does. He ends up and being uh, being Johnny's, pals. Yeah, with Johnny, Johnny Storm. Storm. And then Kitty Pride. Yeah. Because she leaves. Oh, and that's another thing I really liked. Um, <clears throat> so when they bring in Kitty Pride, because she quits, she's like, "Oh, I'm gonna ditch, you know, this crappy X Men book." Right. To be in this better. <laughs> like, well, I mean, but yeah, good, good on her for trying to escape the X Men. But see, I think Ultimate Spider Man, which isn't even a mutant book. It covers the whole, like, anti-mutant, like, area and sentiment. It does it really, really elegantly, too. Yeah, it does it really well. So you have her as the new exchange, or new student. Everyone knows who she is, because she's been all over the news. Right. And people kind of freak out. Like, oh, there's a mutant at school. Like, you know, and Liz Allen is there, and she's like, you know, I don't think they should be at the same school as us. Right. And, you know, and at one point she's told that she can't use her pa- – like, people are throwing shit at her. Right. Because, of course, she can f- just phase it through. And she's told she can't use her powers. That's illegal. And she's like, you know what? I can't defend myself against these guys. Yeah, but it does. It just covers, like, that whole viewpoint so well. And I'm like, why wasn't this done in Ultimate X-Men? Well, because better writers. <laughs> because Mark Miller, I don't think – possesses the well the yeah. the, the chops <laughs> yeah. Um, um yeah i mean you know and you get a lot of the the spider-man you know signatures he's he's a smart ass like his mouth just runs when he fights yes and i love it it's, oh my it's god super like, good 
His fight with the kingpin? Yes, he delivers some massive controlled burns. <laughs> Fatty fat fat of a fat man. Or <laughs> he's like, hold on. I wanted to say this the next time we meet. And it's very important, so I wrote them down. You are so fat that when you cut yourself shaving, marshmallow fluff comes out. <laughs> <laughs> and he just flips out and tries to kill him. Oh, my God. Oh, oh what was the Carson Daly one? Oh, yeah. Well, that's when he, he kills Mr. Big. And yeah. then, you know, he's like, who sent, or no, he asks Spider-Man, who, who sent, sent you? you? That's he's like, right. Carson Daly. And then he throws him out of the window and he's like, find this Carson Daly person and destroy him. Like, <laughs> I don't know who that is. And he's like, I'm sure if he made a pastry fruit treat, you know who he was? <laughs> yes, and he throws him out the window. So like, Peter, Peter. Yeah. I love you. <laughs> he Parker. Um, and I like, okay, we don't just also, like, for his origin story, they don't just, like, throw it in, like, one issue. Yeah, it's it's, it's so, layered. So you see him with, you know, at home, with Aunt May, with Uncle Ben. You know, hippie Uncle Ben with his long oh, hair. Oh, yeah, he's got his ponytail. Yeah. His ponytail. Um, you know, so you see his he's home hip, life. He's cool, he's 55. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you see all this. Yeah. You know, and poor Peter getting bullied by everyone. Right. And then, you know, they do. They go on the field trip and he gets bit by the spider. Um, and then, of course, you know, now he has like these heightened reflexes. Mm -hmm. Yep. And figuring like, oh, crap, like he doesn't need to wear glasses anymore. And he can like stick to the ceiling. And yeah. Oh, he, he can tell when Flash is going to come mess with him right and to try to trip him or throw books at his head or something he breaks flash's hand he does he does indeed he gets in trouble for it and uncle ben even tells him well you shouldn't have broken that kid's hand peter yep and he's like well what am i supposed to do just let him keep pushing me around it's like well no but you can't be breaking people's hands peter yeah You're uncle can't afford this because then they're like oh the thompsons were gonna sue them yes which is just like oh we don't have a lot of money <laughs> yeah so you get the whole build up and then they i mean they still do the whole you know he's like well no i'm gonna make some money to help them out you know so he does the the wrestling thing yes he does where he wears like his dumb like sweatsuit costume <laughs> and and yeah and the thing where you know why didn't you stop that guy who was stealing, all you had to do was stick out your leg and trip him. Yeah, and he was like, well, it's not my problem. It's my problem. Well, of course it becomes your problem because then there's a home invasion. Right. And he kills Uncle Ben at their house. Yep. And that's, I mean, of course, this is the Spider-Man origin story. Of course, that's the catalyst because with great power comes great responsibility. Right, exactly. And I mean, I like that they kept it that way because yeah. that... That's an origin story that's it's tough to change. It's a good origin it's story. It's one of the best ones. It like, is one of the best ones. It really doesn't need to be changed. Right. Um, I mean, like, because I like, I like they expounded on it. Again, like, seeing him with his aunt and his uncle. Yeah. You know, seeing the relationship that he had with Ben. Right. It, that helps. Right, it helps like, a lot, and, like, not when you're presented with, like, Ultimate X-Men, where they're just like, oh, you know all this shit, you know, and it's yeah, like, like, no, but, but, dude, I'm receptive, okay, 
But you yeah, can't just throw me into this shit. Even if I know it already, you're telling it in a new in a new universe. Right, exactly. So I need to know the ultimate thing, even if it's incredibly close to like the six sixteen version. I still need you to tell me what your version of this is. Right, exactly. So that I have a starting point. Right, you have a reference point. I have a reference point. It also helps, I don't know, make the characters seem more than just a person on a page, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, because, again, like, this book does such a good job of, like, with him and Aunt May. Yeah. And of seeing, like, like I said, you know, them trying to cope with Ben's death, and then you have the... You know, the tension at home mm-hmm. because, like I said, you know, now he's running around, he's being Spider-Man. You know, why is he out all hours? And, of course, this is driving her crazy because right. she's like, you can be killed. Like, Right, exactly. And that's that's one of my favorite parts is, like, in the earlier books where she's still reeling from the loss of, you know, her husband. Mm-hmm, you know, and it's just like. You know, the the moments that you get with them where, you know, like, Peter will just break down and he'll just be like, I miss him and he's not coming back. I don't know what to do. Yeah. You know, I mean, and it really, it adds so much depth to the character, which is something that you didn't get in any of the other Ultimate books that we've read so far. Yeah, or like, when you keep seeing him, like, trying to do the right thing. Right. And it keeps not being good enough. Right. Or it keeps backfire like when he um he tells mary jane that he's spider-man right which i love because she like laughs in his face right yeah (laughs) (laughs) initially um do you think that leads to yeah because he tells her and then she laughs at him and he's like but no seriously like he jumps on the ceiling yeah and then you know she's like jumping around and then aunt may comes up and he's like all right no hanky panky you two they're like oh my god she tries to give him like the talk yeah it's and the like, best. Oh God, and he's Aunt like, please, May, please stop talking, Aunt May, please, no. <laughs> but, you know, he tries to tell her, or, I mean, he does tell her to, to bring her in. Yeah. So now she can help. You know, she patches up his suits. She yeah, makes she some makes new him, ones. Yeah, she makes him a cool new suit. You know, and all of that. But all it does is it puts her in harm's way. Exactly. And it also stresses their relationship out, you know, in, in ways that neither one of them foresaw. Because, again, you're 15. Right, exactly. What the hell do you know? So, yeah, so we have a lot of Peter and Mary Jane getting together and breaking up. Yeah. You know. Oh, I was right her. there for all of those. I was rooting for those those damn kids. <laughs> those darn kids, you know, breaking up with her because it's like, this is the only way to keep you safe. Right. You know, and she's like, well, no. Yeah, well, she's like, I don't need to be kept safe. Until she gets hurled off a bridge. Right, exactly. By she, Norman and she Osborn. nearly dies, yeah. Yeah, which I like that, because I'm like, the actions have consequences. They so do, they do. do. It leaves her terrified. Right. Then she's snapping at Peter, and he's like, what the hell did I do? And she's like, you've never asked how I feel. She's like, I almost died. Yeah. And you never even talked to me about, like, how the hell do you, like, I can't tell anyone. Right. That, oh, yeah, Norman Osborn threw me off a bridge and you saved me. Right. You know, so that, you know, it, it's stuff like that, that just, it, I don't know. It adds a lot to the book. It adds, it does, it adds it adds a whole lot to the, lot to the book. relationships and to the characters and to the complexities. Yeah. And I mean, and it's 
it's not only it's not only a serious comic. I mean, there's a lot. You know, there's humor in it. There's action. It, it, it's it's so good. It's it's yeah, so so good. Oh my god! Like the whole like Hollywood thing. Yes. Where they're gonna make a movie? Right, and he ends up showing up there. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> and Kong gets a um like. Yes, he gets a promo. <laughs> that's right. He's like, look up in the sky. It's Spider Man. <laughs> like. And yeah, and then of course Peter doesn't see a dime of this. Right. You know, oh, and that's the other thing when the kingpin realizes. Yeah. That like puts out merchant like Spider-Man merchandise. Yes. <laughs> to make money off of it. And he's like, because you're a dumbass and you didn't trademark any of this. Yeah, exactly. So I own it now. It's me. <laughs> I will make money off of this. Goodbye. Yeah, that's super great. All of I- it's and, and there's so many great bit characters that they throw in as well. They throw in Elektra. Um, <laughs> there's Daredevil for a little bit. They do Moon Knight. And I was like, oh my God, Ultimate Moon Knight. The whole Ultimate Defenders. Yeah. Thing. Um, yeah, and like, I liked with like um, Kong when he figures out that Peter Parker is <laughs> Spider-Man. Yes. Because he's just like laying in bed and he's thinking about it. And he's, and he's like, like, wait, he's never there. Wait a minute, he when... got spider, he keeps disappearing. Right. He's suddenly super strong, you know, because he broke Flash's hand. He's right. really good at basketball all of a sudden. He can do, and he's like, oh my god, he's Spider-Man. Right. And he tries to tell Flash, and Flash's like, shut up, no he's not. And he's like, no, I thought about it. And he's like, no, he's not Spider-Man. And he's like, but he's like really good at basketball. He's like, shut up. No, he's he's not even that good. And he's like, <laughs> he, he is. He is, though. And he broke your arm, and I'm pretty sure he's Spider-Man. And you know, and I love that that happens fairly early on. Yeah. I like that Kong, like he sits on this. Right, exactly. For ages and ages and ages until, um, gosh, oh, when Johnny Storm. Has to go back to high school, right? <laughs> because he doesn't have his GED. He doesn't have his like diploma. <laughs> oh, that's it's so great. And they make him go back to high school. Yeah, he's um like at like a a beach bonfire. Yeah, and you know he's just hanging out and talking. Well, the fire gets attracted to him and he like catches on fire. Right. He's like, oh, whoops. <laughs> and Liz Allen thinks that um. That she set him on fire. Right. And with her, and of course, it turns out she's a mutant. She's the daughter of Blob. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. But well, yeah, with, yeah. With her. And Kong is like, come on, Peter, go talk to her. And he's like, I don't know what you mean. And he's like, all right, go get your friend Spider. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Because he can talk to her about what it's like to be a hero. I don't right. know. And have weird powers. Yeah. So strange how you could just, you know, get Spider-Man to show up places. It's so weird. <laughs> oh, man. Um, how did you like new J. Jonah Jameson? I liked him. I thought, yeah, I thought it was good. He was Funny. kind of like not as piss and vinegary, but still super piss and vinegary. And he, he had a good uh, 
little bit of redemption there at the end. Yeah, he did. I think. Um, but yeah, I know very much, you know, I want pictures, pictures of Spider-Man. Yeah, I mean, like when Peter initially brings him the pictures, how he's just like, crap, this is crap, this is crap. What did you take these with the disposable camera? This is crap, this is crap. Oh, I'll give you 50 bucks. And he's like, it said 250. He's like, listen, you're a kid and I don't know you and I'll give you $50. Like, somebody get him a form. I like that he puts him on the phone with Aunt May. Yes, and Aunt May screams at him and he's just like, well, well, well I guess you work here now. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, don't ever do that again. But I like that we find, like, his his anger towards Spider-Man. Yeah, it's defined clearly. Not, like, this random ass thing. Thing, we find out his son well they don't do the whole like moon wolf thing yes but he was an astronaut who died on a mission he's like that's a hero not this creep who runs around right, in a exactly mask. this this yahoo running around in a mask like getting in the police's way yeah he's like that's not a hero my son is a hero and no one knows who he is and right. no one cares that he died right and i'm like oh jonah that's, Jonah, I mean, my feels. Why? Why do you do this to me? I mean, maybe don't take it out on the 15-year-old kid. But... Well, I mean, you know, but and then he does a lot of the standard J. Jonah Jameson stuff where he's like, you're fired. All right, now you're double fired. Like, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you can't fire me. You've already fired me. You're double fired. <laughs> but then at the end, like when they do the whole ultimatum yeah. thing, when Magneto for reasons and with things yes he he for very millerish reasons yeah he floods new york city and he kills millions of people yeah and um yeah they're at the daily bugle and jonah's there and people are trying to escape and of course the water's rising everywhere and jonah stays right right up and he's like i think this is going to be like the last thing i ever write and what he's writing about is he sees one of the first things he sees is Spider-Man diving into the water trying to save mm-hmm. as many people as right. he can. And he's like, I was wrong about Spider-Man. Yeah. He is a hero. And I'm like, oh, Jonah, if only it didn't take you nearly dying. Well, you know, I mean, it's you, you don't, you're not going to change J. Jonah Jameson's mind easily. Uh, this is true. This is very true. Yeah. Um, uh, Black let's Cat. See. Yep. Let's uh, talk about that yeah. for a second. Sure, we could talk about Black Cat. So with Black Cat, who shows up, and of course, you know, it's it's Black Cat. Yeah. A sexy Felicia Harding, you know, yeah. she's, she's stealing things and Peter's trying to stop her from of stealing course. things. But then he's also like 16 and like really confused because she's a <laughs> girl. <laughs> right, exactly. And she's, you know, flirting with him like a hardcore and then, like, Elektra shows up because she's a kingpin assassin. Yes, which I like. I, I like that she was a, a bad person. They have their, like, around. girl fight. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, someone yeah. Someone should stop um, this. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and he's just like, oh, uh, He's what just standing you... there like, someone someone should stop this. <laughs> but she has the hot, which I like, I mean, from the original Spider-Man. I yeah. like that. That. Black Cat, she had the hots for Spider-Man, not Peter Parker. Right, exactly. So she has the hots for Spider-Man, so she puts in, like, an ad in the paper to come right. meet her. He goes to meet her, and she has, like, this picnic laid out with, like, wine and everything. <laughs> and she's like, oh, why don't you, like, take off your mask? And he does, and she throws up right. on his shoes. Yes, because he's... She didn't realize yeah, that he was in high school. Oh, <laughs> oh, that was so good. It's so good. I love that part. 
I I just I love the whole you know what do you look like under the mask you know are you hideously deformed hideously no <laughs> I mean do you, are you married no do you like girls no yes I I mean yes yes I do I I do like girls <laughs> um the other really funny just like two issue thing when they did uh-huh. the mind swap with yes the oh my god that was that was like art in motion. Oh my god. Where he constantly is like, he gets his mind swapped with Wolverine, because Jean mm-hmm. Grey doesn't to teach Wolverine a lesson. Oh. And, are you still there? Yeah. Okay, I thought I thought we had an interruption. But he keeps calling people on the phone, getting yeah. angry, and his claws pop out, and he severs the phone connection. I just... He, he chops off his own finger with one of his own claws. He's like, oh my god! Oh, oh, cool. And he grows back. <laughs> He's screaming at Wolverine like, you have to go to my classes. Like, I can't miss yes. another thing. And you get, like, Wolverine, but in Peter Parker's high school body. Oh my god. He's, like, mouthing off to Aunt May. Yes. <laughs> He's like... Mouthing off to the teachers, he's like getting fresh with Mary Jane. Yeah. Oh my God, it's so good. He, like refuses to put on the like his Spider-Man costume. <laughs> he just puts the mask on. It's just his regular clothes. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Oh my God, and like he's just like, oh, this is so gross. Like using his powers to like climb on things. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, you need to wash this costume. It smells like hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> I just I love when when Peter woke up in Wolverine's body. It was like in a yes. motel, right? And he's just up like screaming, like, <laughs> "Oh my god!" Yeah, yeah, that was really good. It, it was super good. That was very entertaining. Um, I'll talk about the Clone Saga. Yeah, the Clone Saga was a lot better than they did it in the actual comic, um, where essentially you get like kind of like an Oscorp you know, the hoedown of, of Spider-Man clones, like yeah, different so, tortured Spider-Man clones. And yeah. So what it is, is that, let's see. So yeah, Peter and Mary Jane are like at the mall. Yeah. And ultimate Scorpion shows up. Yeah. Starts screaming on things. Spider-Man yeah. beats him up, breaks his mask. Right. And then and it turns like, out he's staring into Peter, like Peter Parker staring at Peter Parker. Yeah. Yeah. So what what it is is that Doc Octopus yeah has been creating clones of Peter Parker. Um he got if I'm recalling correctly, he got the blood. He got the he went, right. Cuz he got it from well cuz he went to Doc Connors. Like when Spider-Man got really fucked up in a fight. Yes. He went to Doc Connors to get fixed up. And then Connor saved a sample of his blood, and, I believe. Yeah, Connor saved a sample of the blood. Um, and actually, that's how we get Carnage. Yes. Um, but yeah, when they sh- when they shut it down, because he's like, oh my god, you know, your your DNA, like, this is amazing. You know, we could, we could do great things with this. Like, we could cure so many diseases. Like, I need your permission, though. Right. To do science with this. And Peter's like, oh, okay. Right. And, it, I mean, it gets shut down. But his... Um, his partner, Ben Riley, <laughs> steals the sample. Yep. And then that's how um, Dr. Octopus gets a hold of it. So he's created a whole, like, circus of Peter Parker clones. Yeah. And they're all 
straight it's funny because a lot of them are throwbacks to other spider-man characters like you have scorpion you have yep. man spider yep 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 you've got spider woman you do have spider woman yeah who's the best spider-man clone yes you know they do they name her jessica drew right but yeah she's just she's a gender bend of peter parker right and they team up and it's super awesome super awesome but it's like super weird because like she has all of his like memories like they right. implanted all the stuff in him so you know the whole thing with all of them so they're all right. like we have to go save mary jane right exactly so, and the, the, the one with the one. melty the one with the melty face yeah the melty face dude like kidnaps her and then he's like no we're gonna keep you safe and he injects her yes stuff and it turns her into like a, a werewolf yeah, creature she turns into like mary jane the werewolf yeah yeah and it's just this whole, oh my god, it's just so messed up. Yeah, it's it's super crazy. But as crazy as it was, you could still follow along with it. Yes, You know, yes. like when they do the big reveal and S.H.I.E.L.D. gets involved and, mm-hmm. you know, and then they eventually find out that it's Doc Ock and then Doc Ock's like, oh, now I can control metal, you fools. You know, like it was it was good. It, it built up. It had a yeah. really nice climax. And then, yeah. you know, everything got resolved. It was great. And it made sense. And yeah. yeah and then, you know, a poor Spider-Woman, you know, she goes off with S.H.I.E.L.D. and all that. And um, yeah, and I like that. I mean, and it also... They tie it in with with Carnage. Yes. Because Carnage comes from the blood sample. Right. Of Peter Parker that Doc Connors is, like, doing weird science shit with. <laughs> right, exactly. And it turns into, like, this blood baby. Yeah, pretty much. And then it, it, it is born into Carnage, which is so much better than it being its Venom's Blabby. And it bonds to a serial killer because the serial killer was roommates with with Venom in, you know, in prison. And mm-hmm. it was like, well, Venom knows you, so you're my friend now, and now you're a 90s villain. No. Um, this carnage, yeah, it's a little blood, blood blabby. It breaks out, and it right. starts killing people because, like, it's sucking all their, like, their life and juices out. Right. Uh, it attacks Gwen Stacy. Yeah. Kills Gwen yeah. Stacy, who by this point is living with the Parkers. Uh, yeah, which, dad... which, oh, that was so sweet, by the way. Yeah, I like, like that Aunt a lot. May, Aunt May takes care of her, yeah, because she's got nowhere else to go. Yeah, I mean, her dad gets killed. Yeah. And for a long time, like, she she blames Spider-Man, blames Spider-Man. Right. Um, because it was a dude dressed up in a Spider-Man costume. Right, who was trying to discredit Spider-Man. Yeah, so there's that. And then, like, her mom wants nothing to do with her. Like, Aunt, like May calls yeah. to be like, your daughter's got nowhere to go. And then mom doesn't care at all. So, which gets even worse after Gwen dies and she tries to call her to tell her that her daughter is dead. Right. Exactly. And she can't get in touch with her. And this woman just doesn't care. And it's like, wow. Yeah. No wonder ultimate Gwen is a bad girl. Yes. Um, but yeah, so Gwen Stacy gets killed by carnage, like in the Parker's lawn. Yep. You know, which turns to this whole thing, and then you get the whole Gwen Stacy carnage. Yes. Because, yeah, she's she's dead, but the but, last person that carnage consumed was Gwen Stacy. Right, and it kind of, like, gets their memories and experiences, yeah. 
Yeah, and then so she gets captured by Shield. Right. And you know, so this Carnage is like looking like Gwen Stacy. Right. Who then shows back up at like the old Parker house because by that time they, you know, May and Peter have moved. Yeah. And it's just like Gwen, but with the Carnage face. Right. She's like, I don't know what's happening. Yeah. Peter's like, oh no. (laughs) Hell no. And then poor May sees this. She has a heart attack. Yes. Oh my God. I was like, Aunt May, no. I've known you for so long, Aunt May. Yeah. And, you know, that whole thing. But then. Yeah, because then the car- Carnage and Venom have the fight. Right. And then it pretty much... I mean, this is, like, so comics, but it still kind of makes more sense. Yes. <clears throat> when they have the fight, and then, like, they kind of, like, bond together, and right. it spits out a Gwen Stacy. Yes. <clears throat> and they're just like, I mean, it's fundamentally Gwen. Yeah. <laughs> Slash <laughs> well, Shulk? Welcome back, Gwen Stacy. Yeah. <laughs> so then May has to get her, like, re-enrolled in school. Yes. To be like, well, she's not dead. We thought she was, but she's she's not, clearly. She's so obviously not, so please yes. put her back in school. <laughs> I'm so giddy talking about this comic, guys. You have no it's, idea. Oh, like Venom, where they did Venom really cool. Yeah, they did. It were like he was like one of uh, like Peter's childhood friends, but like a little bit older. Yeah, and Eddie Brock and their dads worked on... Oh, wait, to back up for just a second with the whole yeah. Clone Saga thing. Okay. Another cool thing that they did. So, we think that Peter's dad is back. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's right. I totally forgot about yeah, that. But it... we think that he's back. And, of course, May goes, like, buck wild on him. Right, exactly. Dare you? Because they, you know, died in a plane crash. Right. And it's like, no, you know, I'm back. And you have to do all this, Peter, and blah, blah, blah. Well, Sue Storm figures this out yeah because peter went to her initially with like uh this dude the scorpion tail looks like me yeah exactly and they do a dna test and they're like this is really weird because it's like 95 percent you right exactly then like, they do the, the same test on on papa parker and they're like yeah yeah, yeah he's 95 percent you so yeah so what he was is that he was just another clone yep who was they aged him up yep and set him out because ultimately, like, the Clone Saga is just Doc Ock being like, yo, fuck you, Peter Parker. <laughs> yeah, he really dislikes Peter Parker. Yeah, I mean, it was pretty much just a giant fuck you. Yeah. And I'm like, that's some next level petty shit. Yeah. Well, and, you know, he, he is a petty man. That's true. Doc, yeah. The Dr. Octopus. To, to tie that, yeah, into the whole Venom thing. So, yeah, like, their dads, the, the um, Parker and Brock were working on, like, this cure for cancer. Right. And it was a whole, like, it was a suit, and it was like, oh, no, like, people get submerged in it, and it'll, like, Right, exactly, and, right, it'll and... repair them and then spit them back out, and then the suit will be ready. And it turns out that that's the black Spider-Man suit. Yeah. Which is, and... again, pretty goddamn rad. Yeah, so, you know, Peter goes and he finds Eddie Brock, who is now in high, or in college, and Eddie's the one that shows him this, and he's like, "This is our legacy. Like, this yeah. is this is our birthright." And it latches onto Peter, and you know, it makes him quicker and stronger and meaner, and you know, yep. And he's just like, oh, "I don't like it. I don't like it." And it rejects him, and then it goes on to Eddie. Yep. 
it's just this eating monster. Yeah, it just turns into this like ravenous beast, which is great because it's kind of a lot better than how Venom is initially in the Spider-Man series. I don't even know what Venom is initially. Isn't he's well, it, like an alien thing? Or? Yeah, well, I mean, the, in the classic story, it's it's a, a parasite. It's, you know, a symbiote. And, you know, it That's bonds right. to Peter Parker. And then, you know, Peter Parker eventually figures out that it's like slowly killing him and driving him crazy. Mm-hmm. So he takes it off. Eddie Brock finds it and puts it on. And then it becomes like Spider-Man's abused girlfriend suit. Uh, and that's pretty much what Venom is. Where in the beginning he's like, you rejected us, Parker! And I'm like, oh, come on, man. Like, that's your motivation? Like, move on, that... Venom. Venom, get on, like, monster date and find a new date, buddy. <laughs> yes. No, I like, that, like, with the whole, um... Because again, I like shit comes back to bite him in the ass. Because like he yes. thinks that he's he's taking care of the whole venom problem, right? And no, you haven't. <laughs> because I like the whole thing where it's like it's Eddie and he's just sitting on a bench in like Central Park, right? And he's just talking to random people that are sitting next to him. Yeah, and it's very unnerving, very unsettling, right? And then he just like. Blarg turns into like the venom monster and eats them. Yes, and that's that's what you do. That is that is what you do. Uh, I... How about the one of my favorite trolls that they pulled was Craven. Oh my god, Craven was amazing. <laughs> they get this like Australian greatest hunter dude, and he's like, "Well, I'm gonna hunt Spider Man," you know, <laughs> and like. Yes. They go through all, this whole thing. There's a TV crew following. Peter gets all nervous because he's like, this dude looks like really serious. He's gigantic. And it turns, it turns out that he's just a reality TV star. So, like, Peter punches him? Yes. And he just, like, immediately drops. He's like, oh, oh. I oh, I thought he was a little tougher than that. Thought he had superpowers? <laughs> Oh, oh man. Yeah, I, I like so that good. a lot. That was good. Yes. Uh, let's see. I, I I like the way that they did Kingpin. I liked Kingpin's goons a lot. Yes. Uh, they did Hammerhead really well, too. Which yeah, is, which oh, is really Hammerhead. Cool. And I'm like, oh, you get your face exploded by Gambit. He, he does. He does indeed do that. Like uh, if Spider-Man punches him in the head and he's just like, oh, my God, I've broken my hands. <laughs> because he's got a Hammerhead. He so. does have a... Does but yeah, have a... Uh, like, for a while, the Kingpin uses these guys um, <laughs> as, like, his primary goon squad, where one guy is basically evil Indiana Jones. Yeah. They have, like, a short, well-dressed man with two pistols. Yes. And, you know, like, a big, tough dude. <laughs> They're, like, my favorites. <laughs> oh, my God. Spider-Man keeps getting, like, the drop on them. Yes. <laughs> Where he like keeps those... webbing up Fancy Dan's guns. Yes. And he's just like, you know, he's like, all right. You know, like, they knock Spider-Man unconscious finally. I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe that took so long. And he's just like, let it, let me at him. I want a piece of him in a worst way. <laughs> he's got, like, his two webbed hands. Like... <laughs> oh, man. Um... Gosh, I, I don't know. There's like so much good stuff in this comic. There's there's so much, and there's there's almost no stuff that I was like, oh, that was stupid. You know, like they they did a really good job with this book. 
they really did. I liked um, like kind of starting with volume after Ultimatum. Yeah, and I think maybe that's my only quibble. Uh huh. Is there was a very clear shift after that? Yeah. Well, they I were. It kind of didn't feel connected. Well, I think they were driving towards something else. You know, they were they were <laughs> obviously driving towards the end of the book at that point. Yeah, because then it's like, because you get Ultimatum, where everyone thinks Spider-Man is dead. Right. He's not yet. And, you know, you pick up Volume 2, and it's, you know, Peter Parker's dating Gwen Stacy. Right. And I'm like, what? Like, this is kind of weird, because you guys had, like, a brother-sister thing going on, and, like, you live together. Yeah, it, it Why is... Why aren't you with Mary Jane anymore? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was kind of a, a weird paradigm shift, but... Yeah, a little. I mean, but then it know. picks up, because then you get, like, Aunt May's, like, halfway house. Yes. Like, wayward superheroes. <laughs> because Johnny Storm and Bobby Drake come to live there, too. Right. Well, look, Aunt May will straighten those boys out. In, in... Well, I love that she does, though, because she gets them enrolled in school. Right. Which is hilarious, because she's like, yes, these are these are also my nephews. No, right. we don't have any paperwork, because you might have remembered that Magneto killed millions of people. Right, exactly. You know. and For, for basically them... no reason. You know, they, they do have to do chores. They do. Well, you know. it, it, it teaches them responsibility. It does. Well, Johnny Storm definitely needs it. Well, yeah. Well, so does Bobby Drake. Again, I didn't like Bobby Drake in Ultimate Spider-Man either. Oh, uh, well, I mean, I kind of warmed up to him. He was he was all right. He was better than Ultimate X-Men. Bobby yeah, Storm. I it mean. It was just like he's in the background wearing a bandana. And I was just like, I don't even care about you, dude. <laughs> just get out of here, Bobby. No one <laughs> Get cares. out of here, Bobby. Nobody cares about your kid. Kid, get out of here. Get um, out of here. You're bothering me, kid. <laughs> I mean, you know, you get uh, Peter, who fin- finally, with the whole, like, Gwen Carnage thing. Yes. Uh, tells Aunt May that he's Spider-Man. Yes, he does. And, and I real... love that she initially does not believe him. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that nobody believes him. Well, yeah, that is true, actually. Well, I mean, but then, I mean, would you, the weedy little Peter Parker? That is true. I probably wouldn't either. Until he, you know, webs your face shut. That's That's true. That is true. And I believe him. Yeah, climbs up on a wall. <laughs> I uh, jump up and down in a bed. I get us in trouble. Oh, no. <laughs> no hanky-panky. <laughs> um, yeah, and then, and then, of course, it all ends with with the death. Yeah. Of Spider-Man. That's so sad. You know, where Norman Osborn isn't actually dead. Right. He just, was the shield didn't just like roll on him and like scream on him until he was blown up. You know, I like how Shield is done here. Yeah, they like, do a really good job with Shield. It's like gray, like are they good guys? Are they bad guys? They're very self-serving. They're super self-serving. Nick Fury is just like, you know, Peter's just like, I don't know whether I can trust you and he's like, no, that's good. You shouldn't trust me. You know, and it's it's all for them and I like Carol Danvers. Yes. The the um the temporary director after Nick Fury goes missing. Yep. Um but yeah, so they've had Norman Osborn. They think he doesn't have power. Surprise, he totally does. Yeah. So he breaks out with a bunch of goons. It's this huge brawl. 
Right. You know, winds up on Peter's front lawn. Like, everyone is brawling. Peter's been shot in the gut. Yep. <clears throat> you know, he just webs the wound closed. I'm like, oh, that oh, can't, yeah. be, can't be sanitary, my, no, my no, good pal. It certainly but, cannot. You know, but he, he does. He dies protecting Aunt May. He just wails on Norman Osborne, I think it's like a truck that's like on fire just... well i guess well when it gets that crazy when hobgoblins in your front yard you'll do the same thing it's what well, green goblin no oh, yes you're right you're right because dare... hobgoblin got killed by by shield yeah hob yeah, yeah. That, that was just tragic the whole it, oh, it was, thing. It was super it was so bad because like you know he's at you know at the point where where uh you know He's just like, kill me, do it, kill me. And I'm like, no, please, I can't take this. Oh, Harry, Harry, don't. Yeah, I mean, he was just this poor kid who wanted nothing more than his father's, like, love and acceptance. Yeah, and his father is, like, just like a power-mad dickbag. Yeah, pretty much. He's like, well, you can't have that, but here, turn to a hobgoblin. Yeah, also, I'm going to mess with your mind a whole bunch, so I hope you like messed up minds. So. you like that cellar door, right? Yes. <laughs> so I'm going to kill your this mother bald, and a Yes, exactly. This bald man that I've programmed to be in your head. Yeah, I... Oh, poor. Yeah. Poor. Very Harry. tragic. Super tragic. I... 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 Yes. Oh, man. Um... You you really if if you're at all interested in the Ultimates universe, you should probably read this book. If you're a Spider-Man fan, yeah, you should. If you like good comic books, yes, you should read this book. It is super good. It it's it's like a delicious roast. It it's just it's consistently good. Yeah. It, yeah, it is, and I mean, you're and over that's hard to do considering it ran for nine years. Yeah, over a hundred issues, and I it's mean, still good. Yeah, it it maintains like that level of quality throughout, which is really yeah. hard to do. It's super hard to do because sometimes when you switch a writer, you switch in an artist, and it, it gets mm-hmm. all weird, you know. But they they really minded the story. They they took care of it as if it was a beautiful garden. And yes. and now we have Ultimate Spider-Man, and it was really we, good. And we do, and everything, like, connects together. Ah, oh, it's so good. Beautiful, much like a web. That, oh! Just, it spins out from the center with I all see. the little trindles. Look at what you and did. Connect. And, and you know what that web does? It catches readers. Oh, oh! Also, that webbing's really expensive. So if you yeah. could not mess around with it, yeah, that it's, it costs a lot of money to put up there. So just, just mine. Don't, don't take like a broomstick and just <laughs> and don't swat don't, it down. They worked all night to make that. <laughs> Look, I only have a part-time job with the Daily Bugle. Come on. <laughs> oh well, um, I, I think that's all we have. For, I for think so too. I, I think so too. Yeah. Um, so we will, I think, continue um, with more Ultimates. Um, yes. But for now, this has been Opal City Radio. Uh, you can get in touch with us at opalcityradio at gmail.com. <laughs> uh, I did mailbag the other day. Nothing in there. Come on, guys. Oh, you gotta, on, gotta write us and let us know how, how awesome we are. Um, otherwise, how can we validate it? Otherwise, yeah, we need we need validation, guys. Yeah, it's true. 
I just need to know I'm doing the right thing. Um, <laughs> you can uh, go to opalcityradio.blogspot.com. That's where you can stream the podcast from. Uh, it is hosted on iTunes. You can even subscribe on iTunes. Yeah. Um, I've been writing my uh, my descriptions so they no longer break iTunes' primitive description thing. Oh, good. Ray. Yeah. It doesn't accept formatting. And I'm like, Apple, you are like one of the biggest tech companies ever, and you can't figure out how to show HTML? Really? <laughs> really? Okay, whatever. Um, But yeah, we're on Facebook. We're on Google+. We're on Twitter. You can tweet Twitter. at us. Yeah. I saw that uh, a certain author of a certain book maybe retweeted one of our tweets. Oh, man. I got to check on Twitter. A certain stranger book? What? About some people in paradise, perhaps? Oh, my God. No. I, I saw it. I saw that on Gmail. I was going to tell you, but I had no internet. So. Oh, I haven't had internet either. Oh, man. Yeah. Super, super awesome. Okay, I, I'm dead. My my ghost is now podcasting for oh, us. Well, this is Opal Ghost City. <laughs> yes, it's very spoopy in time for Halloween. Yes. Um, so, yeah, uh, we will catch you next week with a brand new podcast. And until then, have a web slinging time, everybody. Bye, guys. This has been a production of Opal City Radio, now ending its broadcast day.